Thank you for joining us today on the Vision Church Podcast. Our mission is to lead people to Christ and help them live out God's vision for their life. Our teaching team has crafted a message that hopefully can encourage, inspire, and also challenge you on your walk. Make sure you subscribe so you never have to miss another episode, and we hope that you enjoy the message. Hey, Vision! Okay, y'all, I'm excited about today. My goodness, it's been a great week, and today to come in here and then stay for lunch, if you can join us, talk about the future of our church. I am very excited. We're wrapping up this series that we're calling The God I Never Knew. And God gave me this, uh, this visual to use today. He gave it to me yesterday. And um, this, uh, this picture here of a guy in a canoe has nothing to do with this message. This is the visual right here, okay? <laughs> um, that we were in a uh, men's group a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about friendships. And I said, guys, let me just give you, this is like the, the matte visual on circles in our life and relationships. And as I was doing some of my, uh, kind of my final touch run through yesterday in my message, it occurred to me that this is the Holy Spirit. This is what he wants you to think about when you think about him. Now, I profess, I'm not the artist in the family. If I needed to be really pretty, I'd have Meg do it. If I needed to be extra girly, I'd have Elena do it. If I needed to be like fingerprints, I'd have Elijah do it. Um, but, uh, but I did this. This is my work. And so um, let me explain this to you. In your life, I believe you have different rings, okay, rings of relationships. Now, let me, let me preempt this by saying that social media has skewed this, and they've tried to confuse you into thinking that you have more friends than you actually have. So actually, I've been using this for years. Lately, though, I said there's actually like another even outer ring that's like social media people that, you know, thousands of people. I've got like 3,000 friends on Facebook. No, I don't. There's like 3,000 people in this outer, outer orbit. But when we think about relationships in our life, this first ring here of acquaintances, many of us have dozens or hundreds of acquaintances. People that if you're out around town and you see them at the grocery store or see them at the gas station, you're like, hey, good to see you. And honestly, in your mind, you're like, I can't maybe exactly remember your name or your spouse's name or what you do, but I know the face. I kind of know you. We're acquainted. Now you go a little bit closer in relationships, you have this ring that's friends. You're out at that, at that restaurant, you see that person, and, you're, and you sincerely like, man, I haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing? And you truly do catch up because you're friends. There's a little more love there. Then it gets closer to the middle to what I call close friends. That literally, if you're out there around town, you run into somebody like, oh, give me a hug. Like, I have missed you. Like, we have to get together and talk. I have missed our relationship. We hadn't talked much. We need to get back in touch. There is a closeness there, or it's the kind of person that you're like, hey, close friends, you know each other, you can name their kids, you know where they work, I mean, you know more things about them because you're closer, and then this tiny ring right here, if you can see it, oh, you love my handwriting, Meg loves my handwriting, I'm not a doctor, but I play one on TV, okay, but it says best friends, best friends, and these are the kind of people that you know, you're, you're tight with, you know, hopefully you and your spouse. But also, hopefully, in your life, you get just even a couple people that will come in this category of best friends, the kind that if you do something crazy at 2 in the morning and you're in trouble, you can call them up, and they'll come and help. The kind of friend that really, when you're down the dumps, you go spend time with them, and they're not going to judge you. They're with you. They will walk with you through anything. Best friends. Here's my point. For many of us, 
the Holy Spirit is out here in this far ring where you're like, I've heard of the Holy Spirit. I'm friends of the Holy Spirit. And eight-ish weeks ago, we started a series. You were like, uh, I'm not really sure how, how much I know the Holy Spirit or how well I know him. Or, but many of us, maybe, we spent many of our years as acquaintances with the Holy Spirit. Heard of him, know him as one of the, the three members of the Trinity. Maybe friends. Friends, you're like, okay, I, I, I do talk to the Holy Spirit. He's my counselor. He's my comforter. And that is good. Or maybe even close friends. But the reality is this series, based on this title, The God I Never Knew, and today's title, My New Best Friend, I hope that you are joining me in moving this direction of being right here with the Holy Spirit. This was for our men's group a couple weeks ago, but God told me yesterday, this is for us. And if you're watching online, zoom in tight, okay? Zoom in tight and see that thing. But um, the reality is today as we wrap up this series, I sincerely hope you've been on this journey of moving in. And if you're new here, if it's your first time, Take it in today. Soak it in, and if God pokes you with something, go back and listen to the other messages by me and the other people on our teaching team and move from here to here with the Holy Spirit and go canoeing, okay? So, um, all right, so we've been talking about the Holy Spirit, and uh, in, in the seat back in front of you is a takeaway card if you want to jot some things down because uh, I was in an event Thursday night, incredible message, and I'm thinking, man, I should have written some things down because there are many more things God taught me on Thursday night that aren't sticking because I didn't write them down. And I don't have specific like points I'm going through today you can write down, but I think you just sit back and say, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to take home today? And you jot down different parts that he elevates or he identifies for you. And we think about the Holy Spirit as we're wrapping up this series. You know, I've mentioned some different stories along the way. I mentioned um, when I was out walking in the woods a couple years ago, and I completely believe the Holy Spirit prompted me to contact my stepdad about donating a piano that my mom, when she passed, donating a piano to, to another church, and it happened. I believe Holy Spirit wanted that to happen. Um, I, I talked to you about um, sitting on uh, my friend's front porch back in 2021 saying, Tim, I, I feel like I still have more capacity to minister, but we're, we're so small and we're post-COVID. And he said, well, Matt, there's something called a chaplain. And now it's something I do one or two days a week as I go and I'm a chaplain. I truly believe the Holy Spirit put me and Tim together for that. Um, I have a friend that I hope you get to meet at the end of August. I'm going to invite him to come on a Sunday. His name is Holman. And back when we had just moved to this arrangement, and I was down on the floor one Sunday telling these stories about Holman having screws coming up through his, his hands. And I've been praying for him for, the, for it to heal. Because in the series, we're talking about the power of healing. And Holman is seeing that screw go down. And I'm i going to invite him to come here in August so he can come and show, show you his hand and how God is healing him. We talked about how a bit of Hope Ranch, God stirred some, he stirred someone's heart to, to pay $750,000 for a property that me and Meg couldn't afford, but that God opened that floodgate and just floated through somebody else so that we could minister to people in our community at Bit of Hope Ranch. God did that. And I talked about um, Brian. In fact, Brian talked about it when he was up here about being on the other side of the globe in Thailand Seeing a lady healed of lupus at breakfast. How about that? Now, I also told you about a guy named Jay that I sat with last year, and he has spent many years on those outer rings, maybe even the friend ring with the Holy Spirit. And then he heard about something different with the Holy Spirit, and something clicked in him. And at lunch last year, he said to me, Matt, 
why didn't somebody tell me about this years ago? He had this like holy fire in his eyes. And so I want you, as you hear those different stories, if, if that pokes something, you say, Matt, why didn't somebody tell me about this Holy Spirit years ago? Or Matt, I want to see miracles. Matt, I want to see God open floodgates. That's what a best friend does. That's what he does. So let me tell you a story because um, uh, as I get to the end of the day, we're talking about some gifts. Now, look, y'all, two weeks ago when I gave away some gifts, y'all were going nuts over those gifts. I think somebody was trying to attack a man. Hey, give me that car freshener. Hey, someone else was like, give me those flip-flops. Give me that beef jerky, whatever it was I gave away. And people were like wrestling for the gifts I gave away. The Holy Spirit, he has more gifts for you today. These are going to be symbolic of three gifts at the end that he wants to give you. Let me start out with a story, and then I'll finish it at the end. That there was a guy in the early 1900s, and he lived in Europe, and a um, very poor situation, and he realized the best chance he had for his family, literally for generations, to have change would be for himself to go to America, earn money, and then bring his family with him. So he saved up everything he could as a poor family in Europe and got his money and said, okay, I've got this much money, I'm going to need this much to get started in America, and I've got this much to get on a boat and go to America. So he takes this little amount of money, and he buys himself a third-class ticket to get on a boat. This is early 1900s, and he gets on the boat. Now, when he gets on the boat, he realized that he didn't have all the money and all the fancy things people had. So he brought with him, back in those days, what they did with, with cheese, they'd put it like in like wheels, so it'd be like all tight, so it could last as long as it could without molding. So he brought a little wheel of cheese and some simple crackers, and he brought those with him on the boat for the 12-day journey. And he got on that boat with hopes of a new life, a better life, a changed life. And I'm going to tell you the rest of his story at the end, but don't you miss it, the guy with cheese and crackers. Because I promise you, the Holy Spirit, he doesn't want you to have just a cheese and crackers journey. He has so much more in store. So today, we got our gifts. That's where we're heading towards. We're talking about the Holy Spirit, and we're looking in the Word. And the way I broke up today's message, it has some recap in it and some new things in it. I broke up into what I call three chapters. Chapter 1 is that Jesus left us behind, and he sent us an advocate. So say advocate. advocate. Who likes having advocates in life? I know I do. I know I do. When I, you know, if I maybe like go to the stadium, and there's like a thousand people in line, and somebody up front says, hey, Matt, I can get you in quick. That's an advocate. I'm like, sweet, I'm going up there. Or, you know, you, you see somebody around town, and they're like, hey, we got room for one more at the table. We'll buy your lunch. I'm your advocate. I love having advocates, especially if I'm going to court and I need somebody to, to stand up for me, or if I'm going through challenges in life, I need an advocate. And Jesus, in John chapter 14, he says to his buddies, his closest guys, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate. He says another because Jesus is your advocate. Jesus is saying, I'm sending another one, another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. So say the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth. Understand, this Holy Spirit, this one who wants to be your best friend, he's not the, the spirit of falseness. He's not the spirit of, of you know, imagination. You just imagine him. He's not the spirit of, of you know, something that is, is inaccurate. He is accurate, complete. The spirit of truth says the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you. And don't miss it. He'll be in you. The Holy Spirit will be in you. Jesus said this to his friends. He continued, John 14, verse 25, 26. All this I've spoken while still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. 
Think about those two things Jesus tells you. I don't know if you need this in your life or not, but Jesus says, the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. Is that good news? Man, that's good news. I need that, because I don't know about you guys, but I have so many choices in life. I need God to teach me, and he said, he'll remind you of everything that Jesus said. Because Jesus says a lot of things, and like I may have said, they're truths, yes and amen, but if we can't remember them, if we can't carry them out, they lose their power. He said, the Holy Spirit is going to teach you all things and remind you of everything I said to you. So the Holy Spirit has an opportunity in our lives. John 16 continues, because Jesus knew it'd be tough for his guys to believe him. He said, very truly I tell you, it's for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And I'm sure the guys are like us saying, Jesus, how can it be good if you go away? There's no way it can be good. And Jesus said, trust me. Trust me. Then verse 13, when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he'll guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He'll speak only what he hears. And he'll tell you what is to come. I met with a guy about a week and a half ago. He is a, um, a CEO in Charlotte, and we meet a couple times a year in like a spiritual advisory type role, and we're talking that day, and, and every time, and you can take, this is a little note you can take, pray through your day before your day starts. Like literally, you think through your calendar, when you spend time with the Lord in the morning, pray through each meeting, so literally that morning, I say, God, when I meet with so-and-so, tell me what you want for him today. So when I met with the CEO at lunch, we're just about done, and I told him, I said, would you like to be able to see around corners, like in business, in relationships, in life? And he said, of course. I mean, who would not want to be able to see around corners? And this guy is, is a Christian. And I said, well, sir, the Holy Spirit, when he is working in you to full capacity, he will give you the opportunity to see around corners because the Holy Spirit literally sees around corners. I love that visual. It has stuck with me for months now because I want to be able to see around corners and make wise choices. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He is our Greek parakletos, our advocate, our counselor, our helper, one who pleads another's cause before a judge. I need that kind of advocate. I want that kind of advocate, and the Holy Spirit is that kind of advocate. That was chapter one. Chapter two, understand who the Holy Spirit is. Because we spent time drilling down the fact that he is not an it. He's not an it. He is one of the three people of the Trinity. And this is so important because if you're in this, this, this uh, wrestling between is he a person or a thing, well, I'm encouraging you to have a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. You can't have a personal relationship with a thing. Okay? I don't have a personal relationship with my truck. I love my truck, but I don't go hug my truck and say, truck, you're just the best person. Our relationship is growing. Not. Nah. You have a personal relationship with a person. So understanding that the Holy Spirit is a person and that a person has a soul. And soul is breaking down into mind, will, and emotions. So here's what I need you to understand. That my battle in this life is in the soul. And the Holy Spirit wants to help me with that. He wants to help you with your soul. So think about this. The Holy Spirit is trying to help you think like God thinks. Think like God thinks. Now, you might say, man, that sounds good. Sometimes it sounds good, but sometimes it's also very challenging because he may poke you and say, hey, think like I think and go help that person. You're like, oh, there's a cost in that. Think like I think and go do that thing. Oh, really, God? Usually, though, when you go do that thing, you'll finish it and say, oh, God, I'm really glad I did that thing. 
I'm really glad I went to that place. And God says, see, now you're thinking like I think. So in your soul, mind, will, emotions, he wants you to think like God thinks. He wants you to desire what God desires. Okay, who desires mint chocolate chip ice cream? Let's be real. Anybody? Anybody? A couple hands? I, I desire mint chocolate chip ice cream. That's like my will at night. I submit to it regularly that I want mint chocolate chip ice cream. We laugh about that, but there's many things in our life that we desire. It's our will, and the Holy Spirit says, I really want you to desire what God desires. That's your mind, your will, and in your emotions then, Holy Spirit wants you to feel what God feels. So the things that break God's heart will also break your heart. The things that excite God will also excite you. That's what your best friend, the Holy Spirit, will do. He'll shape your mind, your will, and your emotions. And remember, he's your friend, and he's not weird. Has anybody ever seen anybody acting weird? I've seen people acting weird. I've seen people in churches acting weird, on TV acting weird. That's not the Holy Spirit acting weird. That's just people acting weird. The Holy Spirit is calm, courageous, loving, powerful. The Holy Spirit is a he. He's not weird. How does he speak? He speaks through his word, and he speaks through his voice. Now, in terms of his word, that's where spending time in God's word is vital. This is literally the handbook he gave you personally. And when you spend time in here, and it's good to spend time in it in here on Sundays, what's better is to spend time in it during the week. Because what I do in here and our teaching team does serves as a catalyst so that hopefully then you go home and you're reading John 14 and 15 and 16 and 1 Corinthians 12 and, and all these passages we've been talking about. You're spending time in his word and saying, Holy Spirit, would you show me what you have in here for me? He speaks to you through his word and he speaks to you through his voice. Most likely, not audibly, that's okay. But if you learn to listen for his voice, you'll hear it in a friend. You'll hear it in a song. You'll hear it in a message. You'll hear it in something you read, something you see. You say, Holy Spirit, is that you talking to me? I'll say, now you're getting it. He said, I'm a he. I'm not weird. And I speak to you through my word and through our voice. Um, we spent a little bit of time. If you missed this one, you can go back and look at it. Talking about Pentecostal and talking about charismatic. So people don't freak out and say, oh, my goodness, Vision Church is going all Pentecostal charismatic. Well, what we did is we broke down definitions and said, actually, Pentecostal, Pentecost is what happened 50 days after the cross when the Holy Spirit came and awesomeness came and happened. And we say, hey, if that's what the Holy Spirit's about, if that's Pentecostal, we want to be Pentecostal. We don't want to be crazy and weird. We want to be spirit-filled and powerful. Amen. And then we say, well, what about charismatic? Well, charismatic, remember we said, comes from charisma, and charisma is about grace gifts, that literally the Spirit, remember I was passing all these gifts? That's how the Spirit is for you. He wants to give you gifts. Grace gifts, that's charisma. So therefore, then, if you are charismatic, you are one who then believes in the fact that gifts are still alive and active and working, and he gives them to you so you can give them away. That's charismatic. That's Pentecostal. That's what living with the Holy Spirit as your best friend is all about. So then we continued and chapter 3, chapter 3, don't miss out on what the Holy Spirit offers you. Because I don't know about you guys, but I like gifts and I like benefits. Okay, who likes gifts? Who likes gifts? And who really likes benefits? I, you know, having like a job or something or other where they give you benefits is like days off, extra days off, car allowance or whatever your benefits are or you're flying and you're like, wow, I get first class like for free. Benefits, gifts and benefits, that's what the Holy Spirit has for you. 
our gifts and benefits. Now, with the gifts, I think about it this way. Uh, how many people in here have an iPhone? Who's got an iPhone? Can I borrow it for a minute? No, I'm just kidding. Um, the iPhone is like revolutionary to my dad. Dad's probably not watching today, but dad, in case you're watching, I love you, but you ain't technologically savvy. Okay, he's down in Naples, Florida, and just this year, he advanced into texting. Okay, <laughs> like, yes, you got it, dad. Okay, we can text together. But if I went down there and gave my dad an iPhone 12, and he took it out, and all he used it for was to make phone calls, A to B, B to A, A to B, B to A. And I went down there later in the year, I was like, hey, dad, hey, are you enjoying the weather app? Dad, are you enjoying getting your email on there? Hey, have you checked ESPN.com? Dad, are you, are you on TikTok? He's like, TikTok. And he lists all these different things about an iPhone. And my dad would be like, I don't know any of those things. I don't know how to use those things. And I'm like, man, you're missing out on all the gifts and the benefits of an iPhone. Why would you want to miss out on that? The Holy Spirit's saying, look, I got all these gifts and all these benefits. We talked about the nine different gifts the three different distinct groups of gifts, and if you like, Pastor Matt, where you talked about this, you need to live this. You need to get into 1 Corinthians 12 and 14 and dig into it and say, Spirit, I believe you when you say these are accessible to me as gifts. We're going to unpack, not, not literally unpack, we're going to talk about these at the end. The Holy Spirit, he has these gifts for you, but if you leave them up on a shelf, or if you don't even believe in them, it's like my dad and the iPhone just sitting there as a brick. Okay, so these gifts, we talked about the fact that um, there are three different categories. And there's uh, the discerning gifts, because I know I need to be able to discern more in my life. Those gifts broke down into word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, and word of wisdom. And I know in my world, oh, I've been talking to the Holy Spirit and say, Spirit, give me words of wisdom I want to be able to see around corners in this meeting, in this situation. Would you help me? Would you give me a word of wisdom? Would you give me knowledge? And again, these gifts are just for us. They're to bless others with. So when you come with that word of knowledge and give it to someone, they're like, how did you know that? Holy Spirit did that. The discerning of spirits, when you're like, something's wrong, something's off. You're like, Holy Spirit, help me to be able to discern the spirit. Those are the discerning gifts. The second grouping are the declarative gifts or the prophetic gifts. We talked about the word of prophecy, which simply is a message of encouragement from God delivered through you to bless somebody. You're like, sure, pastor. It comes through you, right? No, no, no. Through any Jesus follower, spirit-filled believer who's willing for the gifts to flow, you can have a word of prophecy that's meant to edify somebody. Didn't we talk about that term edify, to encourage, to build up? We need that on our journey to be edified. So there's prophecy, and then the two that tie together are gifts of tongues and interpretations of tongues. Now, the gifts of tongues, that's what we're talking about, the fact of the Holy Spirit flowing through you so that you would speak in tongues in a public setting, and someone interprets it, and there's an edifying word for the body. Then we talked the next week about the praying in tongues, as Meg mentioned. So this this whole package about the prophetic gifts of prophecy, gifts of tongues, interpretations of tongues. I went over those two weeks ago. Check those out. The third grouping of those, the dynamic gifts. I love it. Also named for it is the power gifts. I don't know if you need any more power in your spiritual life, but I am all for that. If I can have more of God's power, those three gifts, 
the gift of faith, the gift of healing, and the workings of miracles. And he said to me back then, he said, man, aren't we supposed to all have faith? We are, and there are some seasons you go through where you need extra. And you pray and say, Spirit, I, I can't handle this diagnosis. Holy Spirit, I can't handle the financial pressure. I can't handle the unknown. And literally, the Holy Spirit says, for the season then, I'm going to empower you with the gift of faith. And people look at you and say, how are you doing that? You say, it's not me. It's the Spirit living through me. That's the gift of faith, the gifts of healing, the workings of miracles. In fact, in our series, two series from now, we talk about battles. I'm believing we're going to have a Sunday where one of the battles we talk about are, is the, the power being healed and we're going to have a healing service in here on a Sunday, and we're going to see people healed. It's going to happen in our church. It's going to happen in your life. So that's the third grouping, the, um, the gift of faith, healing, and miracles. Now, we go down to this other part, the benefits. Because again, I love benefits. So I encourage you maybe even to write down some of these benefits, because whether you need them today or need them soon, these benefits are so valuable. The first benefit the Holy Spirit gives us is comfort. It's comfort. And I walked with some of you through seasons where you've really needed comfort. And I believe many times the Holy Spirit is saying to you, I want to help. There is a benefit to our relationship. Would you let me be your comforter? And in John 14 and 1 Corinthians 14, he explains himself as our comforter, our comforter. Another benefit is conviction. You're like, wait a second, man, that doesn't sound good. Why do I want to be convicted of something? Think about it this way. Have you ever, and I'm not going to ask you to share it, but, and maybe in your mind something will pop up. Have you ever gone through a season where you were faced with a choice and you made a choice that once you got on the backside of it, you wish you hadn't made that choice? Maybe it was a sexual sin. Maybe it was a, um, a choice where you, you stepped away from a faith decision. Maybe it was something where you, you acted in a way with your temper and rage came out. And something happened in that moment where if you'd been listening to Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit said to you, I'm going to convict you about what you're doing right now. You said, what? I shouldn't have premarital sex? What? I shouldn't lose my temper like that? What? I shouldn't do that? The benefit of listening to Holy Spirit is that he will offer you conviction so that you can avoid pitfalls. And I want that in my life. I want that because believe me, I've been on the backside of that sometimes. I look back and said, I wish I'd avoid that one. And the Holy Spirit, one of the benefits of him filling you and leading you is the power of conviction. And that comes from John 16, 8 through 11. Another benefit, he offers you counsel. Counsel, if you ever feel like, yeah, I need, I need some help on this. It's great to have human counselors, both professionally and also relationally, to have people. There, there is wisdom in counsel. There's even more benefit when you involve the Holy Spirit in it and say, okay, Spirit, I'm trying to figure out where to live. I've got these options. I'm going to put it out there for you. And you wait on his voice. You wait on doors to close or doors to open or him to speak through his word or through his voice, and he gives you counsel. How about fellowship? Imagine that the God of the universe, he wants to spend time with you. Like literally when you feel alone, lonely, depressed, discouraged, Holy Spirit says, I want to be in fellowship with you. That's what the rings are about. You spend fellowship with your best friends. The God of the universe offers that to you. Fellowship. 
Holy Spirit offers the benefit of fruit. You spend some time in Galatians 5, and you read about fruit of the Spirit. Now, it's interesting with fruit of the Spirit. I see it two ways. Number one is I see it as something that is available to you, and I also see it as something that is expected of you. Because if you're a Spirit-filled Christian, you said, hey, it's just my temper. I I can't have self-control. My dad was like that. My grandpa was like that. I've always been like that. Actually, you have the chance for something different. If you love Jesus and have the Holy Spirit inside of you, he says, you know, the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. So, so again, the two sides of that coin is, number one, he's going to hold you to a higher standard, but number two, he's going to help you reach that standard. I want that. I want that fruit. I want that peace. And I, when I feel myself being all, you know, just rough on people, I want that love. That fruit of the Holy Spirit is a benefit. How about this one? Revealed mysteries. In my life, I got so many mysteries. And I like mysteries when they get solved. I hate them when I can't come up with answers. I hate them when I keep butting my head or going down the wrong path or wasting time or money or effort. And the Holy Spirit says, Matt, I will reveal things to you that I won't reveal to others that don't know me. I said, Spirit, that sounds like a good friend right there. And he says, absolutely. I want to be your best friend. Three more. He uh, offers prayer help. Not just that he answers prayer. He helps you know how to pray. Maybe you flip back to a season in your life. You say, God, I can't even pray right now. I can't even talk. I don't know what to pray for. I don't know what to say. I don't even have the faith to say it. Holy Spirit says, I'll help you. I'll help you. I'll give you that prayer help. He gives you liberty. We sang about that in the first song, didn't we? Where the spirit of the Lord is go. Chris, well done. Back in broadcast. Well explained, my brother. That where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So I'll tell you this, y'all. Spirit of the Lord lives here. So that means I can claim freedom. I can claim liberty. And Chris described it so well by these things. Man, I'm not like have like one handcuff still chained and one free. No, it's free. It's my choice under his leadership that the Holy Spirit would give me liberty. And then the last one is power. Because if you know anything about the Holy Spirit, he descended in Acts chapter 2. Boom. I mean, Jesus told him, said, when the Spirit comes, he's going to come with power. So the Holy Spirit gives you access to power in your life. So think about this and what you're possibly missing out on. The guy in the boat. The guy in the boat. Poor man from Europe. Got his cheese. Got his crackers. Got his third-class ticket. Gets on this big boat, sailing to America, hopeful that things are going to be different, better, like generationally better. Gets on this boat, and he's like, okay, i got 12 days. i got to ration this food. i got to make this last. And every, dinner, every night, um, they would have a scheduled dinner on the boat. And he would go and walk along kind of the, the railing and look in the dining hall and see everybody in there eating dinner. That was early 1900s, so it wasn't like a you know, Caribbean cruise line or anything, but it was better food than he'd ever had. And he looked inside there and see these people eating, and he looked at his little cheese getting older by the day and his little crackers, and he's rationing it out, and he'd go back to his room, eat a little cheese, eat a little crackers, wishing he could be in that room eating that food. Day three, six, nine, 12. His cheese is getting moldy. His crackers are running out. All he's got is those little things and some water. 
And he's just hanging on for dear life, wanting much better. They get to that last day. He's up on the top of the, 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 the deck, and they're sailing. They can, they can see, like, America's getting closer. <clears throat> and one of the staff members comes up next to him. He's like, well, sir, how, how has your, uh, your journey been? And he said, it's, it's been fine. It's been fine. Thank you for having me. And the crew member, he's like, he said, and I, I don't want to impose, but I want to ask you, uh, like, have, have we insulted you? He's like, of course not. I mean, it's, it's been a fine ride. Thank you for having me. And the crew member says, well, every night at dinner, we saved a spot for you. That your ticket included the meals. It was provided in your benefits of this journey. And the man said, no, you're kidding me. I was living on moldy cheese and old crackers, rationing it out like a mouse, like an animal, when there was something so much better that was included on my journey. And in fact, it dawned on him that the, the, the lavish food, the comfort, the fellowship, the provision was all there for him the whole time, and he missed it. And the Holy Spirit is saying the same thing to you. He's saying, let's journey together, and you don't need to get by on scraps. And I certainly don't want you to miss out on my best. And, and what his best is, I believe, and we're, we're going to have a chance to pray about this in a minute, is his best is, is first you know, a, a gift of salvation that we've sang about today, or whether you're new here and you just listened, you listened to today, or you're watching online and you heard about today, that Jesus has offered you a gift of salvation, of literally taking, taking those chains off, and freedom. And Jesus said, I earned that for you. I am that roaring lion that came out of that tomb. And the Holy Spirit says, and well, you know, there's, there's a second part to this. The Spirit says, don't leave me out. I'm the advocate. And the, the second gift is to be baptized in the Holy Spirit so that you don't miss out on all those benefits, on all those gifts. Who wants to live on old cheese and crackers when you can sit there and eat lavish dinner with people that love you in a place where you're supposed to be, where you have rights to be? The Holy Spirit says, be baptized in me, be covered in me. If, if that's a new term to you, if you're new here, we're not going to like dunk you in water again. That's water baptism, but we'll pray over you and just pray that the Holy Spirit will cover and fill and consume you. That's the second gift. And you say, well, what's the third one? I think there's some people that, that have done this and maybe even done this, but you're not walking in it. And the Spirit says, let's walk together in it with expectancy, with an eagerness. That you didn't just check the box, I'm saved. Check the box, I got prayed over, baptized in the Holy Spirit. He said, how about you taste and see that the Lord's good? How about you experience these benefits that you have the right to now? That the advocate stands up for you now and has for you. And the eagerness, you took those gifts a couple weeks ago, the flip-flops and the, the, all the little the trinkets, the, the dog treats and stuff. You're like, yes, I want that. 
want this even more. And what's cool, this this is just a man-made little box wrapped up. Holy Spirit, his package is endless, uncontainable. (laughs) That's what a best friend does. He gives you gifts like that. So I'm excited about that. I'm super excited. Because I got this one, and I got this one. And some days I feel like I have this one, and some days I feel like I don't. I'm like, God, help me that I embrace this gift every day. And in fact, today when we have time to pray, you may come down forward and say, okay, I want gift one, salvation. Somebody may say, today, I want gift two. I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And somebody else may come forward and say, I've done those things, Pastor Matt. I want more. And that's not a greedy thing. It's a kingdom thing. Your king wants that for you. Jesus earned that for you. So let me, uh, let me do this. Let me, let me pass this stuff down. Meg, if you can take that, and Michael, if you can take that. And here's what we're going to do. First, we're going to pray about gift one right here. Salvation. And we're not closing our eyes. Close our eyes. There's, there's nothing magical about closing your eyes. It just fixes our attention. But I want your attention fixed on this. That if you've heard this message today and you say, Matt, I, I don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I don't know him personally. I would say as simple as ABC, that you admit you're a sinner. You believe that Jesus, that he is holy and he died for you and he's the only way to heaven. And then C, you just, you choose. You're going to give him your life. That's the first gift. And if you need that gift today, you want that gift today, then I know it's awkward, but you stand up right now. If you need that gift today and you want that gift today, you stand up right now. Or if you're watching online, you type it in right now and you say, man, I'm standing up because I need it. I don't don't care if it's embarrassing. I don't care if I'm nervous. You stand up right now. And these other gifts for believers, because once you receive this gift, now you're a believer a believer in Jesus Christ, a Christian, a little Christ. Now, if everybody would stand up with me, and before we go to our last song, if you want, in fact, what I'm going to do, I'm going to kind of put these symbolically. Meg, if you'd hold this one, and this is our to be baptized in the Holy Spirit side, and then Tina, if you come stand here, and this is the, I just want to walk and flourish more in the gifts of the Holy Spirit side. In this moment, as the band just kind of plays and we just enjoy God's presence, if you want one of these two gifts, you come forward. We're not going to put you on microphone. We're not, we're not going to talk. You come down here and you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit with Meg, you come here. If you just want this gift of just the flourishing of the gifts in your life, you come to Tina right here. And um, just do that. Just do that. Just come on down. And don't be embarrassed because God, God's saying, Wow. Who wants these gifts? Who wants them? And if you're like, I don't even completely understand, then hey, just move by faith. Move by faith and come there and come here. And so what I'd like to do is, Meg, you can pray over these guys. And on this side here, then y'all cluster on in, because this is great. We love it. And Angie, I'm going to need you to be the rear guard. And... 
In fact, Elena, I'm going to have you come over here and be the side guard. And Tina's the front guard. Great. And I love our other guards coming on in here. I love it. So in this moment, and in this moment, God is working. So you can set the gift down or hold it, whatever you want to do. But you pray over those gentlemen right there and over right here. So everybody close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes. And as Tina prays over this group with Elena as a guard and Angie as a guard, and I'm going to pray over these groups, and I'm first going to pray over this large group here in, in unity with Tina and Elena and Angie. And God, I thank you for this grouping right here, this army that you are mobilizing. You're mobilizing, Lord, that the power of the Holy Spirit in them will flourish. The benefits, God, will become vibrant in their lives. God, I pray expectantly that we will hear stories of testimony from these as they come back and say in the weeks and months to follow that now these gifts are flourishing, God. They're seeing gifts of faith and healing and miracles and tongues. God, there is prophecy coming out. <coughs> God, that these gifts will flourish, that the benefits will be vibrant. God, I know you want to do that in these right here. Thank you. And God, for this side right here, Yes, God, I thank you for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, literally, God, opening up heaven right here. The Holy Spirit pouring out. Pouring out. And let me do this. And we'll just enjoy this moment together. As everyone else enjoys this moment with your eyes closed, just praying, just enjoying God's presence. God, I thank you that you smile here on our church. And Holy Spirit, you work and you move and you touch and you bless. Baptism of the Holy Spirit. Gifts of the Holy Spirit salvation in Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on the Vision Church podcast. We hope that you were able to experience God in a real and powerful way today. If you just made the decision to accept Jesus, then congratulations. We would love to celebrate with you. Visit viz.church salvation, and we would love to meet you along with mailing you a free gift. We would also love to have you join us for church in person or on the Vision Network this Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Head on over to viz.church RSVP to let us know you're coming. As always, we are here for you and we would love to pray for you in any way that we can. Send us a DM on Instagram at viz.church and a team member will be in touch shortly. Thanks again for joining us and God bless.